and gentlemen, welcome to That'd Be $8 a Podcast, a.k.a. the Black Awareness Rally a Podcast. Anybody else in the world right now, but you are here with us. And for that, we do appreciate you. It's your man, Pledge, alongside my main man, B. What's up, y'all? And we welcome all of you guys in the conversation. B, what's been going on, brother? Uh, chilling, chilling, chilling. How are you? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I was saying chilling. Just uh, hanging in there, trying to enjoy this uh, this changing weather. Oh, yeah. What y'all looking like down there? Done warmed up? I mean, cooled off for y'all? Um, a tad bit. Um, It's like in the, I think it was in the 70s on Friday. And then I think it's going to be in the 70s for the next couple of days. Um, tomorrow and Tuesday. Um, so that's cooling down for us. But um, it's going to shoot right back up to the 80s um, at the end of the week. So No love. Just straight disrespect. <laughs> Lord, they don't want to win. Yeah, nah, we, so. we've been going through the same. It's been bouncing back and forth. So yeah. can't say it. Um, it's been doing, the, I guess, the seasonal temperatures because it ain't been been cold more than two days in the last month so oh, okay but, yeah, yeah. It's, it's been in the 90s uh down here this past week so Woo. 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 yeah all right uh a little too hot for you boy i don't miss that <laughs> at all but i know uh yeah hopefully man hopefully we get to stay in the 50s and 40s for the holiday so at least it can feel like something normal True. yeah, yeah. it'd be a nice, nice change of pace man you know uh go to a different side of the closet for a look for a tad bit you know right 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 uh nice to finally pull them out pull out these hoodies got yes. ready this year man i was like man let me let me get ready you know what i mean let me be ready for when it get here so in the summer i, I was collecting a few things but nice after that it's the first time I had the chance to throw one on and not be sweaty. Oh. It's a couple of days I threw one on. It was like 50 when I left the house. When I got to where I was going, it was back up to like 75. I was like, come on, man. <laughs> so, it's just a lot like Florida in that regard. But anyway. No doubt. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm hearing Tampa was wilding out last night in Ebor. I heard one of the... Uh, Huh? Establishments had to shut down their they plans for the night because of that. That's pretty rough, man. What y'all was down there? Hmm? What'd you say? Who was walling out? Ebor. Oh. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta look that up. Yeah. I don't know if it made the news, but I saw one of my uh, friends on Facebook sharing the news that the, the establishment was going to be closed tonight because of what happened last night. So... A little um, different. Cause I, was kinda, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't down in the Ebor area, but we we ventured out to uh, Armature Works. On, oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I was right near him, huh? Huh? See, I was around the corner now. Friday night. Oh, Friday, Friday, Friday. Friday night, yeah. And they so still be doing close. the uh the Halloween celebrations at churches. Halloween. Huh? I mean, I don't know, man. <laughs> 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 Can't even front. I had to go to them a few times when I was a kid. I used to be happy. I used to be like, oh yay, trick or treating. 
Remember when they used to uh, try to scare everybody thinking it was going to be like razor blades and poison and your oh, candy? candy? Yeah. yeah. It's wild yeah, stuff back in the day, man. Yeah, we came home last night, man. And dude, I was surprised at how many people were out last night. And the neighborhood was just crazy. Um, of course, I had my lights off or whatever. So you had no candy up? Roll up. Yeah. Um, we- but I was surprised at how many people were actually out considering the circumstance, um, you know, just going up up to people's houses and all that stuff or whatever. So, man, people ain't studying that uh, pandemic, man. See these cases starting to break new records, like a hundred grand in one day. Like, yeah. Jesus. So, but Trump says so. He said he defeated it. So I guess that's all the people needed to hear. Uh, that guy. Hey, I mean, he said he defeated it. He even put it on the website, so you know it's official then. Waleed said he was in St. Pete. No mask where he was at. Waleed, man, protect your neck, bro. You know they, they out here wild or not. They're going to pretend like ain't nothing happening. So we yeah. get the economy back up. You know the economy. You need the economy. Yeah. As I said, I was, I was uh, in Armature Works. Um, and, I th- you know, part of it's inside, part of it's outside. Um, so if you're outside, it was no mask, but if you're inside, they were asking you to wear a mask. So can't trust them, B. Can't trust them. I can't talk neither though. Atlanta ain't been observing the pandemic since May. (laughs) I cannot talk. But anyway, uh, hey everybody, thank you for joining in. Surprised to see as many folk keep up with the the time change. We're trying to respect everybody's uh, Sunday sports. Hobby, so uh, so we decided to bump the show up a couple hours. We don't want to compete with what you guys got going on. And uh, thank you everybody for tuning in. Appreciate y'all. So uh, thanks, uh, Kendrell, for the heads up about that last week. So appreciate everybody for joining us for the for the time change. Um, I don't know if we'll be able to maintain this time change, but we will see. Uh, also, if you in the chat. If you in the chat, you know, like, 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 share if you can. I know Waleed is. Hey, man, we got to shout out to Waleed, man. This this brother's been really uh, supportive of the show. And also, um, this guy's been really out here just sharing information in his, in his news feeds, man. He's, he's trying to, he's playing his part, man. This guy's been extremely responsible, going above and beyond. So, shout out to Waleed. Yeah, man. And if you're in the Tampa Bay area, man, you have to need a cut, man. Hit him up. Yeah, yeah. Just cut my head the last two years before I left. Yeah. So, He's actually the sponsor of the show. Right, uh, right, right. Uh, Wally, you still in, uh, I think you're in West Shore Mall now. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, y'all go check him out. Check him out, check him out. Support, support, support. I know a lot of us on the show got kids. And uh, he's a good dude, good brother. So, uh Let's go ahead and do the uh, Black Awareness Rally. Go ahead and get that pop of life in. And no doubt, man. No problem. Uh, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Black Awareness Rally. Uh, let's shout out to the sponsors. McDowell's. Uh, they got to go in the arches. We got to go in the arcs. Uh, home with the Big Mick. Probably going to see them in theater soon. When the, when the movie was supposed to be driving? The sequel. I think it was it December or something like that? Or Thanksgiving? Um, I think they pushed it back. Okay. Let me look that up. Y'all know when uh, the sequel's supposed to drop. 
Oh, Wally just dropped the uh, phone number so you guys can call, make an appointment for the barbershop. He's at West Shore Mall. The phone number is 813-777-0183. Uh, we don't have the phone number for McDowell's, so uh, y'all forgive us for that. Remember the pastor, he did give the phone number in the address in the movie, though. Oh, well, we got to visit him at yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Not, I, Queens Boulevard. <laughs> I remember Queens Boulevard, but I can't remember the rest of the address. But uh, <laughs> y'all show some love to him. But yes. uh, also, Sexual Chocolate. You know what I mean? Pledge's original day one. Mr. Randy Watson out here doing his thing. Thank you for uh, supporting us, supporting us, supporting us. Hey, man. I got we, we might have a conflict with Mr. Watson in a little bit, man. What, what happened? Cause sound sounds of blackness, they reached out to me and they want to be the official <laughs> the official musical sponsor of the show. Oh, hey, Watson better come that, with it. You know, I don't I know. Told him that Watson is 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 it right now. And I was trying to get some more paper out of Mr. Watson, but he was like, nah, he ain't doing it. So I don't know, sounds of blackness, they, they come right. They might get he might get replaced. So Lord Jesus. Wally said he had his uh his mask on at the house. <laughs> <laughs> you probably forgot to take it off. And I've been there a couple times. And the opposite. But nah, maybe I tell sounds of like it's the highlighters. They got more than one hit. You know, Watson only got one, so Oh yeah. So and and, and I don't know. I was gonna do this for my uh arts moment or whatever. Yeah. I don't know if you saw the video. Of the of like the four teenage uh black men that were dancing to um to optimistic by sounds of blackness that was gonna be my arts and entertainment i gotta send it to you but it's like like since i've seen it i've watched it maybe five ten times a day because it's just that it just it's, it's just a feel good video but i think they're up to like over half a million views now um via twitter so that was no, gonna be my um, arts and entertainment moment. Shout out to those. I, I I haven't been able to like get any information on if it's like a group or whoever they are, or whatever. But it's for probably like teenage, maybe young twenties black men that are uh, dancing to um to the optimistic song by Sound of Black. Are they like in a, a living room or something like that? And they weren't. No, like they're actually like out in the street. Oh nah. Oh wait 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 wait. It's uh. I think I seen it. I think I seen it. Cause it's like one dude. I got it on deck. Huh? You said what? I said I got it on deck. I'll see you. Yeah, yeah. I think I seen it. Uh, what you call it? I think Jay Versace is one of the cats in it, and there's two other cats that I see them dancing a lot. They, they like every time they dance, they just be like real happy. Everybody be like celebrate yeah, what yeah. they be doing. Yeah, I, I think I saw it. Uh, nah, yeah, shout it's, out to them. It's man. a real. Hmm? It's a real feel good. Um, yeah. Video. Yeah. They usually pretty good about that. Uh, let me let me jump into my uh, arts and entertainment now. Um, I, ain't, I, ain't, I don't think I had one ready for that. Did I? I guess I guess it'll count. Let me go ahead and share it. There's an African American that became the first. I guess I don't know. Do we want to give a shout out to NASCAR? We gave a shout out to NASCAR last week. We did with Jordan. You know what? I'll do this. I'll cheat. Sierra and Russell Wilson, they're investing $1.75 million in a funding to rebrand a charter school in Seattle. So shout out to celebrities doing it the right way. You know what I mean? Doing it the right way. Uh, 
Yo, worldwide. Wally, worldwide. Say you need a, you need a touch up, not too much at the top. <laughs> <laughs> Warning though, Wally, he already balled, so I don't think he's gonna mess that one up. <laughs> what up, worldwide? Ain't seen that brother in a minute. But hey, uh man, get that touch up, bro. Yeah. That's crazy, man. That's that's like the OG Brandon right there. That cat been doing it for 20 years in the game, boy. <laughs> That cat had a Facebook name before Facebook got made. But, uh, yeah, shout out to Sierra Russell Wilson, man, for – guys, there's a blueprint for doing this. Like we, we, we've we been saying for over a year now, Jay-Z's been doing it the right way. He's, he's been sending money to causes, you know what I mean, elevating causes, using this platform. Man, you ain't, you ain't got to be out here endorsing candidates, man. If you're serious about working with the black communities – there's a million ways you can do it instead of out here trying to be the front man for some program. Anyway, yeah. what you got? Shout out to them. I, I just want to, um, Russell Wilson, man, I mean, not only is he a good football player, but everything he does off the field, I mean, you talk about an all-around, he might be one of the best in the game right now. Yeah, um, I mean, you know, from always from doing it the right way. Right. Um, always positive, always encouraging. So um, big up to them. Um, for my, um, I gave my, um, sports entertainment, I'm going to give, uh, community moment. I was going to say, man, just everybody that's out here voting, man. Like, I know that I did the same thing last week, but, um, records are being uh, shattered for young people that are voting, Mm -hmm. people that are voting early. So, um, I just want to give a shout out to everybody that's out here, uh, voting and and putting their voice in. So, um, anybody that voted. Y'all, y'all are part of this. I know True. I voted this past Thursday. Um, I thought it was going to be hectic. I thought it was going to be a long line. Mm-hmm. I walked in. I was like, oh, this it? <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, early, early voting, man, it, it seems to be uh, – I mean, I had to wait at my spot because I'm in a black part of town. But when yeah. I went over to uh, do my volunteering in another side of town, it was – the line was like, maybe four or five parking lanes long, but as soon as they opened the, the establishment, the line cleared out in 10 minutes. So, I mean, if you got the facilities and the workers, man, go ahead and knock it out. Yeah, man. But, but uh, uh, yeah, big ups to, uh, to everybody that's voting. Yeah, shout yeah, out to everybody participating. Out Tuesday. That's right, Crystal. A lot of people voted early, man. I think I voted maybe a little over two weeks ago. Nothing wrong with that. Uh... uh what was I going to say? I wanted to shout out the people that are at the, the voting polls. I mean, I know we don't know them directly, but there's a lot of organizations like um, Black Voters Matter, uh, Black Male Voter Project, excuse me, Progressive Florida Democrats, uh, MoveOn.org. Those organizations have been uh, out here putting in a lot of work. I know Black Male Voters, they had a record with they contacted over 11 million people via text message with their project um, that's funded by the people. They take donations. <clears throat> I donated. So my, I feel like my $10 went somewhere. Um, they also were the group that was uh, really instrumental in getting like over 50,000 black men out to pose and registered to vote. So I definitely want to shout out to all the people that are texting in the phone banks because yeah. I know it's uh, it's not a People don't appreciate it, but I think it's under underrated because these are people that feel like they can change the world by doing their part. And, man, there's no such thing as my efforts were too small. So shout out to them. 
Yes. And um, I mean, I think I saw a statistic where they were saying that I think 28% of the uh, black men that did not vote um, in the 2016 election have already early voted in wow. this election. So um, that's major. So look at us, man. I know last week we talked about that quite a bit, but uh, let's be honest, man. Over 80% of us vote. I mean, over 80% of the registered African American men vote. I think 80% of them vote Democrat. So I saw a stat that was like 92% of college-educated black men voted last uh, election. And I think eight or what, 90% or 85%, one of them two numbers, uh, of non-college-educated black men voted in the last election. So, I mean, we out here working. I mean, yeah, you talk about young people, man. Young people have shown out for this they, election. They ain't... Got a lot of people that this is their first time voting. I've been hearing a lot of uh, guys that do like local political work. They're saying, man, this generation that's coming behind us, like the, what is that, Generation Z? They say, man, these cats are like really aggressive. They not, they not here for the political correctness. They're like, yo, they borderline like radical with it. Like, look, nigga, these are the demands that we want. Or we're going to put pressure on you to, you know what I mean, get out of the way. And so, uh, Shout out to Generation Z for being a bit more progressive than we are because they're making us look like baby boomers the way they're setting up their demands for what they want in exchange for their votes. So I, I think that's pretty dope, man. Um, Ex-felons, voters, first time in Florida this election. Yes, shout out to them. Um, shout out to my brother, man. Like my brother, last election for the governor's the governor's race two years ago, the primaries. Yes. Uh, he was uh, interested in voting and didn't know if he could vote. And he did the work to make sure that he was ready for this time. He got out and voted early. This is the first time he's voted in his life. Uh, he's an ex-felon. You know, he's out there doing his part. Man, even warmed my heart, man. My brother went out to the uh, Edmund Pettus Bridge, uh, I think a month and a half ago, to take a tour of the whole city, you know, they got a couple monuments over there dedicated to uh, that March on Selma. So he went and did a tour on everything and that, man. So, man, we got to give more credit to the people that are out here doing the work. Like we've yeah. been saying with the political strategists, they, they notice that a lot of guys feel like they're being left out or not being counted. And so, uh, you know, let's, let's, let's put our work in. Let's put our work in. Yeah, yeah Crystal, he did, man. Him and his uh, wife went out there and <clears throat> took a tour of the spot. And I, I was pretty happy. Yeah. And uh, I mean, a shout out to uh, people like LeBron and, and uh, Jordan mm -hmm. who you know, put the dollars behind it to, uh, you know, to kind of make it more financially feasible for these men to get their rights because Florida, they allowed the um, ex-felons to vote, but if they had any money that they owed um, to whatever systems, um, that they would, they had to make sure they had a zero balance right, before right. they were able to vote. Right. And um, LeBron and uh, Jordan um, put money toward, you know, put money on their books to make sure that they uh, they got, um, you know, they got as many zero uh, balances as possible. So that's true. Um, that's true. 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 A completely um, community effort. So shout out to that. Yeah. Um, some of the comments. Uh, let's see him go back. Uh, Waleed saying black men are going to decide this election. He just hates that some of them go on misinformation. Um, 
Carl said, for what is worth, Trump being president was good for the country in the sense that everyone is a lot more politically aware than they have ever been. Yeah, you would say that. Point. He was definitely a galvanizing lightning rod. Uh, Crystal said, both my brothers are dope. Um, and let's see. Wally asked the question, what do you think the rate of celebrities or athletes that don't vote? Look, man, looking at how... Uh, some of these celebrities that finally come out and said they had never voted before. It's probably uh, high. Huh? I said it's probably high. Yeah, it is probably high. Yeah. I remember Doc Rivers saying like 80% of the cats that was in the bubble that showed up to that meeting that one night. Hmm? Weren't even registered. Yeah, they weren't I mean, registered to vote. But, you know, I mean, to credit what Carl saying, people, people never thought it was important enough until this last three years of, of presidency, this candidacy. So, uh, yeah. I guess shout out to Trump for once. <laughs> cats be and, like, um, another thing is that, I don't know if it's at all colleges, um, but I think, um, and somebody can put in the comments, but I know that I was uh, watching the Gator game last night and like all um, athletic activities have been canceled on Tuesday. So um, all the people that are involved in the team can vote. As I said, I'm not sure if that's nationwide, um, you know, conference-wide or, or just with this particular team. But, you know, things like that are, are happening to where it's like, hey, you're going to put this on pause to make sure that, you know, there's nothing that keeps you guys from uh, voting. So This was a UF? Yeah, UF, yeah. It's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. Yeah, because they were saying they're they're essentially losing a day of practice, right? Um, because um, you know that they, they, they put this initiative in place. So listen, man. Yes, Crystal, the president is deadly in more ways than one, and we'll probably touch on them today. Uh, no, nah, man. I does it seem like more people, more organizations are like getting involved and being vocal about people getting out to vote. You know, despite oh, not yeah. sharing. I mean, every, everywhere I go, everywhere I see, I mean, if you go on a website, people are telling you to vote. Like, I, I've seen yeah. get out and vote on just about anything Surface. Um, that you, you, you looked at. So, yeah, I know. I was watching so, the Alabama yeah. game. They're not telling night. you who to vote for, but they're just telling you. Yeah, just get, get out and vote. Which and I, so, um, I've yeah. seen that more so this time around than I've ever, ever seen it. So, right, right, I think right. people feel what's at stake right now. Listen, man, I am here for it. Uh, so that is definitely appreciated. And like we said on a couple shows ago, you know, the more people that come out and vote, the more likely that we'll get some left of center policies in place. And uh, I guess Democratic people winning. So uh, let's let's hope that these numbers, these early voting numbers turn out to be exactly what we need to get this country moving in a, in a direction that is beneficial to a larger group of people. Because that's, that's the name of the game, man. You, you want a, a government and an elected, electorate that is representative of everybody or as close to everybody as possible. So, I mean, yeah. let's see what happens. Um, what we got? We got the ladies. The Black Awareness Rally Pageant contestants. You got. Yes. I am going to give a shout out to Miss Rhapsody. She, oh. uh, the BET Awards this year, she won Lyricist of the Year. Really? Is, uh, yes. Look at, look at BET respecting women. 
so um i mean for the first time ever so i, I want to give a shout out to that young lady um like i i heard some people were saying that you know if if she was a dude she would have been you know gotten this recognition or yeah, um, um, or if she know, was talking about right nasty time. stuff what's that or if she was talking about nasty stuff yeah but um but shout out to to, to, to rhapsody for um winning that award she was surprised by it um first award she's won believe it or not no nah, i could believe it people be sleeping on yeah. her man so um so yeah so shout out to her for um bringing that home she was a part of the of the cypher, yeah, the famous BET award cypher that I went on. So um, she was dropping bars and winning awards. So shout out to that young lady. Man, don't you love it when the when the the people that love the craft get appreciated? Because it seems like that's such a seldom thing to do. Uh, yeah, I see uh, Crystal, Quanika, and Carl. Crystal and Quanika were saying they got so much information this year about voting, uh, more than they've ever gotten. And Carl said the the book Politics for Dummies sales increased by like three thousand percent. So, hey man, maybe Trump was a good thing. <sighs> he wasn't. He's, let, let me not play with that. He's not. A, he was a good thing. No, I'm saying, but it's two things that motivate people: love and hate. And yeah. hating somebody is just as strong of emotion as as loving somebody. So that's true. Um, that's true. He definitely gave us somebody to hate. <laughs> Woo, boy, Jesus Christ. Yeah, so I mean, that's how that works, so. All right. Uh, let me see. Oh, well, my, I was supposed to use my Sierra Russ and Russell Wilson thing for this, but I'll use this. Uh, Girls in Tech and McKesson kick off a hackathon to develop healthcare solutions for black women. Leave us read. Now, the global nonprofit Girls in Tech is partnering with McKesson, a healthcare distribution and technology solutions company, for a hackathon. According to PR News Newswire, um, the international event was assembled to de- design innovative solutions for those impacted by breast cancer. Uh, I'm not sure if anybody knows, but I guess, I guess the cat's out of the bag. I mean, whereas it seems black men are the target of most. Pr- instances of police brutality, black women seem to be the target of medical malpractice. So, um, and the, the huge, uh, the overrepresented group of people in the gaps with healthcare in America between black and white communities. So, um, shout out to sisters getting in there and doing their thing. Shout out to people at Girls in Tech for trying to get that solution put out to the masses and training young women on how to get in and be involved as well. So man, look in your local communities for opportunities to change your community for the better. We cannot stress it enough. If you care that much about your community or how things are going, even if you want something as simple as keeping your street clean, you got to get involved in local politics. Uh, I know my hood's pretty rough in terms of violence and crime and, you know how it looks, but I saw about 10 people this weekend, this past week, I should say, out there cleaning the streets up. So, shots out to people getting it done on the ground. What you got? You you did your community spot? Yeah, I did my community spot. Uh, everybody voting. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Uh, let's see, let's see. Yeah, there's a hearty debate going on. 
about how celebrities choose or show up to be participants in elections. So uh, Carl saying that people don't have time. Wale is saying that they choose to not have time. Yeah, I mean, the way I see it is that they don't they don't feel the same ramifications that the normal everyday people uh, feel. Um, I think that when you're when you are an athlete with the talent to reach the professional ranks, whether it be NBA, NFL, um, you've kind of lived um, a sheltered life. I think um, people I can identify your talent from mm-hmm. an early age, mm-hmm. and um, so I think even even though you may come from a tough situation, I think people kind of shield you from that tough situation because they. They see your talent and they kind of say, hey, we're going to take care of this guy to make sure that he can get out of this situation. So I think it's a little bit of they don't know what the normal everyday, um, you know. It's possible. Yeah, it's possible. Uh, Some of that is a choice, but you guys are definitely right. Their schedule is pretty demanding. If you're an athlete, I don't know about the other folks like celebrities like rappers, singers, and stuff like that, actors. Yeah. But athletes, yeah, they, they definitely and also, have a pretty tight schedule. Majority of people do things for you. Majority of people do things like normal everyday things that people do. Right. They have people that do things for them. So right. you know, voting is a one thing that somebody else can't do for you unless, you know, they bring you a melon ballot. But true. Um I'm not trying to make excuses for them, but I could just see to where like that would not be on their radar. Um but now I think it definitely is um thanks to the NBA bubble. Um, you know, got on a lot of players' radar. Okay. I haven't heard from Kyrie this week, though. I wonder what Kyrie, what Kyrie talked about. You said about. you ain't heard from Kyrie this week? I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard anything from Kyrie. I mean, so I've seen, I'm just wondering what he's using this bubble time or, you him, know, him and do. KD, him and KD in the gym. I've seen video of them two in the gym working out. Oh, okay. So, I mean, they, they're getting ready. Uh, but uh, while he's saying people can get absentee ballots and have somebody else drop it off if they really wanted to, uh, <laughs> Somebody uh exuberant B said celebrities like offset said all you have to do is be rich. You don't have to vote. <laughs> I don't know if you heard about offset this week. He got cased up in uh was that Beverly Hills? He was uh him and his wife were riding through what well, rally, be, right? Yeah, they was riding through the rally and somebody lied to him, said he had a gun. And the cops yanked him out of the car. And he was like, don't you know who I am? I was offset from the Migos. <laughs> they was like, nigga, we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you go to jail, nigga. Oh, man. I don't know why celebrities think that's the cure, man. I don't know why they think just getting money is the cure to everything. I mean, you don't get too much more famous than Migos. Don't nobody care to up. But uh, man, the, the officer was like, hey, I- Sing me something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he didn't want to be a celebrity then. I bet you'd have been mad. You're like, you're like, hey, I'm not familiar with it, huh? <laughs> nah. Get back to oh, 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 you're, you're a comedian? <laughs> Tell me one of them jokes then. Make me laugh. Go ahead and sing one of them Negro spiritual work songs. Yeah, I used to sing like birds when you was out there in them fields. Go ahead and make, make me feel good. Y'all would have quit leaning on that celebrity crap, man. Listen, we supposed to be talking about... Uh, I guess why Trump was a bad idea for America um, based on what he's done since people didn't believe it before he got elected. And um, I know a lot of people have been talking about how 
how did the national election affect them locally? And uh, I had a chance to do some research on a couple of items that affect us on the ground. And I think people needed to know. Uh, so we'll, we'll probably talk about that. I guess the majority of the show. We'll make this a quick one. We're going to try to be out of here by 1.15. What the first game? Come on, 1.30, 1.15? 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock, 1 o'clock. All right, we're going to try to make it quick. We're going to try to make it quick. We're trying to respect everybody's time. Um, if y'all got any questions in the chat, you know, feel free to ask them. We'll try to answer them if we can. And so uh, let's get this started. Let's get this started. So uh, let's see. Let me transition. Yeah, Trump got elected 2016. Uh, when he got elected, he was promising to build a wall. He was promising to make America first. He was promising to make us stronger and mightier in international ordeals. He was promising. That's pretty much it. He really promised a lot more than that. Still Obamacare? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Certainly something that uh, he promised, still working on. Said he was going to de deliver a better health care plan. And no, nah, he ain't delivered nothing yet. But he has. Mexico was going to pay for the wall. Yeah. He said Mexico was going to pay for it. And so, just a quick update for anybody forgetting. I know those things don't directly affect us in our everyday lives, even though people think about those quite a bit. He did not build a wall. There was a wall already there. It's like a high fence. It was already there. Um, he did put a couple pieces up, but he didn't build it. And he certainly didn't have Mexico pay for it. He took the money out of the Department of Defense's budget. So, that's a lie. Um, he did get other nations to give more money to the international agreements that a lot of countries had like NAFTA and all these things that really don't affect us very much unless we're doing international trade. Um, so he did get a lot of other countries to put more money into the agreements than usual. Um, he, like you said, he repealed Obamacare's one of the major right. tenants. Hmm. He's tried. He's been trying to rebuild. No, he he got the uh, individual mandate repealed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To where you don't have to pay if you don't have. Uh, right, and so I suppose that'll benefit you on the ground. I can see how that works. Um, a lot of people, the economy grew. the The uh, unemployment rate fell to a low that it had not previously been seen, but it wasn't because of him. So. Uh, there were some economic policies from the previous administration that were in place when he came into office that he kept supporting so that the jobs rates can fall the way it did. But if you look at the amount of growth in employment compared to the, any other president in the last 40 years, Barack Obama had a 40 percent increase in employment and your boy Trump went from 7 percent to 5 percent. That's not that big growth before the pandemic. Uh, we can certainly blame him for the pandemic because he ain't done the damn thing for it. Um, experts are saying about 100,000 to what they said, 130 or 200,000 of those deaths that came from the coronavirus could have been avoided if he had a plan in place. Uh, and those are some of the, the national things that I know were really big on people's radar. But let's talk about some of the stuff that if he wasn't watching when he was doing all the distracting that he was doing, you might have missed it. I know we talk a lot about police brutality in America and how can we change it and what can we do to fix it? And won't somebody help us? And won't they stop killing us, right? 
guess who had a plan in place to deal with such issues? And guess how long the plan has been in place? There's this guy named Joe Biden that he gets credit for it. I don't know, you know if he was the only person to work on it. But in 1994, he created this thing called the Crime Bill. It's not the real name, but one of the tenets in it was the federal government was given the authority to come into local police districts around the country and look at the complaints and examine their behavior to see if it was racially, sexually, religiously motivated to be discriminatory. And if they found it to be so, they were allowed to lobby sanctions against them, sue them, and shut their shit down if they weren't compliant. Now, what those were called were called consent decrees. And what was happening is Barack Obama was the, the first president to put 15 of them in play. He put 15 consent decrees in with different uh, police departments around the country. One of the most famous ones was the LAPD. Their community survey or their community approval rating went up to 80% after being in place for, I think it was 10 years. So uh, guess what Trump did when he got in the office? Anybody want to take a guess? Yep. He's like, fuck that. We ain't dealing with that no more. Let these cops do what they want to do. So, uh, that's one of the things I know everybody be crying about. Everybody be crying, rich, poor, black, white. Stop the police brutality. How can we stop this? And so, uh, that's one of the biggest things that I know has been on everybody's mind. I know a lot of people look at the crime bill and say, well, Joe Biden is the reason this shit is happening. Well, in the crime bill, there was a lot of extremity policies that were benefiting communities that a lot of presidents just decided not to enact. I wonder why. Um, you have anything you want to add? Because I'm going to look up some info on that. But how you feel about that, man? That there was a plan in place to hold police stations accountable for bad behavior. And Trump repealed it. Um, I mean... They- it's not just the plan that he repealed. It was a lot of things in, in place. There was a, a comprehensive plan for how to react if a um, an infectious disease ever came out. And what was the first thing he did when he came in office? He ripped that playbook up and immediately um, got rid of a whole department that was in place to you know combat issues such as uh, COVID. So I mean, it, it, and it's not like oh, it's a bad policy. He just didn't like who put it together. Right. I mean, that's just, that's just pure hate. You're going to um, have people suffer over things just because you didn't like who put it into place, even though it's, it, even though it's, you know, a smart idea. So it's almost like if, 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 if Bush would have put it into place, Oh, we could ride with that. But Oh, well, who put that in place? Obama. Oh yeah. We got to get rid of that. Right. You know I'm saying so. I mean, it's just, it's just, just pure um, ignorance of why he, you know, of the decisions that he makes. Um, it's not based out of uh, doing the right thing. It's based out of just, oh, I don't like that guy. So whatever good work he did, I'm going to try to uh, diminish it. So um, it's several examples of of him just destroying things um, just for the sake of him getting his way. So, Right. Uh, we, we, what else? We're, we're sticking with policies. Uh, guys, I'm going to put the, the – I got to find the article I was reading. I don't know if I was on my cell phone on one of these three laptops I got, but – I'm going to put the link in there. Uh, I just looked up one of the 
the counties and police departments that are in a, a consent decree with the, the federal government, the Department of Justice, DeKalb County, that's where I live. Um, so apparently, whoa, ah, man, that's, that's kind of crazy. Uh, but yeah, that's weird. Hey, I didn't even know that. But <clears throat> man, these are these are just some of the things that this cat has gotten done since he's been in office that are hell bent on. It's just racist, man. Like it ain't ain't nothing else to say for it. Uh. There's no logical reason for him to tear up the playbook on pandemics because there's no, it made no sense. There's no logical reason for him to tear up the dissent decree um, agreement that the crime bill put in place in 94. I mean, let's think about it. Everybody touted that the crime bill is the most racist thing ever to happen to black people. Yes, there were some earmarks in the prime crime bill to give you more money if you built more prisons. But there was a whole bunch of other stuff like violence against women. Black people agreed to uh, the Congressional Black Caucus agreed to get the crime bill pushed in. A lot of people just got into it because it was like, man, it, there was a pandemic. I mean, let's be honest. They pumped crack in the neighborhoods and then we had an epidemic. Yeah. So, I mean, let's keep it real. Uh but to ignore that that huge, huge piece of legislation that you could have benefited from earlier than now, I, I'm just I'm kind of blown, man. Like I was shocked. I didn't know it had been around that long, first and foremost, and I didn't know yeah. Trump came in and was just like, "Fuck that, we're not using that." Um, I think a good question came up um, by um, Exuberant B. If Trump is a racist, why are blacks and Hispanics voting for him? Money. Money. Uh, for example, Carr just mentioned something in the chat about uh, being in El Paso and seeing the uh, amount of migration that's happening there. And I know look, for a lot of people, that's disheartening. And I so and so I know a large swath of black men who are supporting him are looking at immigration and migration as a problem. And they kind of want that to be dealt with. But let's be honest. Barack Obama had the lowest amount of migration or something like that in his administration. So it's not that the problem was just wildly out of control before he got in office. It had actually been to a rate that a lot of people didn't approve of under uh, the Obama administration. Second thing, I know I've heard a few people say they voted for him because he's a Christian. <laughs> That's the furthest thing from the truth. I mean, it is the furthest thing from the truth. But that one thing he did with moving the embassy in Israel to a place that was safer. A lot of people thought that was like the most Christian thing he's ever done. No president has ever done that. Blah, 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 blah. But a lot of people said, oh, I'm voting for him because you're a Christian. You know what's crazy? I just listened to a documentary on uh, this is a short documentary on Vice on YouTube. And there was this guy. I mean, y'all. You guys really need to spend time looking up how political strat campaign strategists play a large part in the messaging that goes out into the communities and how these cats come up with these slogans that they use, like make America great again or, um, you know, all that kind of stuff, like build a wall and all that stuff. Trump might come off as a dummy, but he's got a team around him 
They are the monsters of politics, national politics. These guys are strong, extremely intelligent, and flat out evil. But uh, one of the things I saw yesterday was uh, this was this evan evangelical. Apparently, if you're white and Christian, you're called the evangelical, and if you're black and Christian, you just call a black Christian. Apparently, there's a difference. Yes. You're not the same thing, but whatever. Anyway, it's another conversation. But uh, there's this guy. He's a like a, a a renowned pastor in this GOP evangelical group, and they like they're really big time. They get like million dollar budgets to recruit people in to their churches and speak or whatever. And uh, he went on record last month saying this was the first time in 45 years that he was going to vote against the Republican Party. Because he realized while Trump was in office that this man is actually running a cult and not actually standing on any principles at all. And one of the things he said was a, a big bother to him was if Trump said he wanted to take a crap on all the front doors of black people at eight o'clock this morning and then change his mind and said he wanted to do it on white people. He's like every time the dude just changed his mind. He like this morning I want to do this. Well, this afternoon I want to do something different. Well, tonight I'm gonna do something different. Or Friday. He like every time he just changed his mind, people just blindly followed him, and nobody ever questioned what he was doing. He was like, this looks nothing like the Republican Party that he's been working with for the last 45 years, and he feels like people are just blindly following him like zombies, and he's like he can't, in good faith, be a part of what he thinks is a cult. So uh, that's another thing. That's another reason why people vote for him. Uh, they feel like he's a, a religious figure for them. I think. I mean, I think the um, the evangelicals have always aligned themselves with the Republican Party. Um, yeah. and felt that um, you know that Republican values are um, Christian values. Um, the and the biggest thing that the biggest sticking point is always. Um, you know, the pro-life argument. And and the biggest, you know, retort that I have for that is that, you know, under under Bush, under the Bushes, under 45 over the last four years, when have, how have uh, abortions been decreased or eliminated? It hasn't happened. So I understand how you keep, how that continues to be their sticking point when there's there's never been a reduction or or elimination of of abortions um, under Republican rule. You have the, you have the Senate and you have the, the 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 White House right now. So if there was ever a chance for it to be eliminated or um, significantly reduced, this would be the time. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it hasn't happened. So it's like how can how can that continue to be the sticking point? of people saying, oh, I'm pro-life, therefore I have to pick this side. I, I just don't understand how that continues to be um, what people align themselves with. Like, I, I just don't understand. Like, they need another point. Another point? Well, here's, here's another one. Why Black and Hispanics might support Trump the same way evangelicals support Trump. <laughs> people swear they finna get a tax break. And I mean, these people swear, you used the word, well, you didn't use the word, but I did, about how you felt about Kamala. We was talking about that this week. Oh, that was the last week when she went sneaker shopping. Yeah. People 
keep believing in the American dream. And so the American dream is if you work hard enough, you'll get rich. And a pe people keep making that vote saying, well, in the next four years, I'm going to be rich enough to benefit from these tax incentives that are being touted by the Republican Party. Saw some research this week that said back in the 60s, 40s, and 50s, the rich paid up to 80%, well, at least 80% once they hit a certain threshold on income. And that was like always that way for 30 years. And as every historian knows, those were the most beneficial times economically for the entire country. And so people are out here screaming, that, oh, we want less taxes paid, blah, 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 blah. When in actuality, you're not doing anything for anybody except for literally the top 1% of Americans. Like uh, this proposed tax plan that rolled out with the 60, 62% number, like even though that wasn't a real figure, because everybody usually pays like 39, 40%. <clears throat> they were saying that would only affect 18,000 people in the country. Only 18,000 people. So, to you know, exuberant B, Wiley, and your point, why is everybody else such a staunch defender of the Republican government's issues? It's because people literally just want to be aligned with something aspirational. Remember I told you about uh, a little research I was doing a couple months back on Henry Ford and how people that didn't go to college, didn't live in the city, weren't educated, were fighting for Henry Ford to keep his, uh, his company and to win that lawsuit against uh, the Chicago Tribune. It was like, oh, they just mad at you because you, know, you ain't like them, you ain't rich and snobby or a city slicker. And it was like, people looking on the outside like, what's wrong with these people? This dude is literally the richest man in the country. Why are you defending him? Yeah. It's that marketing, duh. Didn't he get on a tractor and to make himself more uh, appealable? This dude, you know, this dude. More appealing to uh, that normal everyday uh, worker. This was the, oh, he was the OG. Yes, he was the OG at creating narratives. He would go into movies run out movie theaters around the country to show commercials or little mini videos of him being a normal, regular farm guy. And he even built an entire, uh, he bought an island, and this was like a separate thing, but on the island, he built up this house for him and his wife to live on, and he built the farm just so he could be out there riding around on tractors and shit working on this tractor and saying, I'm just like y'all. I didn't go to college. I'm just a regular dude. You know, Same. if you buy one of my cars, you're going to be, you know, representing the real America and the regular old fashioned, you know, conservative people. Meanwhile, this dude was taking trips out to like the Berkshires with Rockefeller and the dude yeah. that invented Firestone tires. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to spend a billion dollars to show that I'm a everyday uh, common person. Yeah. Like, <laughs> This this is the thinking that we have to deal with with these people, man. Like, let's be honest. Henry Ford was also anti-Semitic. This nigga inspired Hitler <laughs> to come up with some of the policies that Hitler used in the Holocaust. Hitler had a picture of Henry uh, Ford in his factories and in his office because he admired some of the hateful speech he was issuing the Jews so much. He also put out a uh, newspaper that circulated 100,000 papers. 100,000 issues around the country. But 
the thing that I just found the most baffling is he would literally have mobsters come in his factories and beat the workers if he thought they were talking to each other about unionizing. This dude was notorious for getting in the fights with his own employees. Like, so when we're looking at these, you know, some of the billionaires, like, you know, you got some people that are, you can't call all the billionaires bad people because I don't think that makes sense. But when you have some people that are saying they want to defend Trump, Trump doesn't care about anybody. Like, literally cares about nobody else, man. And I don't see how people fell for it. Uh, and I know it's because everybody want to they want to shit on them gold toilets, too. Yeah. I mean, he's, you look how he treated people that were a part of his inner circle or part of his cabinet. His homeboys for 10 years. Him, as soon as they couldn't do anything for him, I mean, he just trashed them. I mean, look at um, Amorosa. I mean, like, soon as she couldn't do anything for him, I mean, didn't he call her a dog? Like, he, I mean, he just just he, went after her. Yeah, he, he did. But well, check this out, though. You got your girl Candace Owens, right? Ardent supporters just out here becoming a rock star for the GOP. I hate the term GOP. I'm not going to use it anymore for the Republican Party. This woman wasn't even allowed at the RNC to speak. And she out here like caping mad hard for them. Like, I don't get how many times people are going to see that exact same play. But they've been using the same play since the 50s. Y'all, if y'all care, go ahead and look up the Southern Strategy. Go ahead and uh, on my Facebook page, there's this video that talks about when the Republican and Democratic Party switched. When the Republicans used to be like the Democrats. And when the Democrats used to be the racist people, what the KKK was representing. Go ahead and look into that. That switched in the 50s, right? So, uh, I mean, let's be honest, man. It's just been some racist crap after racist crap. Another thing, we talked about a lot of policies when it comes to Donald Trump being bad for business, for everybody. Let's just talk about the way he's got the climate in America going. I mean, America's always been racist. But this guy is now, first thing, oh, let's, let's talk about more stuff. First thing. He just put into law an executive order that says if you teach about racism, sexism, and you receive federal funding, you're going to be cut off from federal funding. Guess who that affected first and foremost? HBCUs. Hmm. So what make you think what he wrote in the platinum plan is going to come in the fold while he has his executive order in place? They can't coexist. He's not going to increase funding. And take funding away from them teaching about black history, which means you got to talk about racism. That's that's flat out in your face. It's a it's a flat out lie. Let's look at another thing he's done. He has taken advantage of the division that is in between. Like a lot of you got to admit, a lot of this stuff was happening under Barack Obama because white people was mad that a black dude was president. Let's be honest. And he came and he took advantage of it. This dude has encouraged people to go out and commit acts of violence against political dissenters. Whether you black, white, or indifferent. There has been no other president that has sent federal troops into cities around the country to beat on people for dissenting. Hmm. And if you live in a Democratic-run city, a.k.a. a city with a lot of black people, he sent people in. He was planning to send more people in to beat on you. 
He used an executive order to do that. So why you can't peacefully protest? Why? Because Trump has sent out these executive orders to beat on you. Let's look at what happened in North Carolina this weekend, bro. You heard about the 200 people from the church. It was a church. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. All they were doing was marching to the polls because they, you know, people just want to have a show of unity. We're going to walk to the polls. And then they took a knee for eight minutes and 46 seconds with George Floyd. Guess what happened? They got maced and shot at by the cops. Who's responsible for over, overseeing the police? The federal government. Why they ain't doing that no more? Trump and his homeboys are like, nah, stop doing that. If y'all want to see why this guy has been bad for business for everybody except for billionaires, it's not hard to find. I'm like missing some stuff that would be very easy for us to fo focus on. But uh, what else? Uh, oh. He's flat out been a spy for Russia. Just flat out. You got the head of the Foreign Intelligence Committee saying they cannot tell him stuff because they're scared he's going to tell Russia. What kind of president is that? Sound like the Manchurian candidate. You literally have FBI directors and CIA directors saying we have to have our meetings in secret because we can't tell Trump any of the stuff because he's going to tell Russia. So for all you America first patriots and all that bull jive, where, where, where are your sentiments and love for this cat when he's doing stuff like that? Mm. One thing he has done is he's greenlit record numbers of defense spending for the military and the armed services. I mean, that's a good thing if you're in the armed service and the military. So I guess that's the reason to vote for him. If you're a former vet and all that stuff, you're just greedy and selfish. Like, what what else can we say? Let's talk about the USPS. How he stripped money from that organization and made it harder for them to get out mail against him. Let's talk about how he's stripped all the funding from the EPA. If you live in California, you're dealing with these wildfires, and he's literally not going to give you funding because he don't like you. Because you won't vote for him. Like, as he literally said, they not vote for me. I'm not giving them money. I'm not helping them. Yeah. What, what's, what's another thing he's done? Uh, oh. We talked last week about the judge appointments. Appointment. Three years. This cat has appointed over 40% of the judges, the federal judges in the country. 40%. For anybody that cares, you have to see judges when you go to court. <laughs> you go to court for a lot of stuff. If he's putting all these judges in play, you think he's putting in people that care about the people and the rights of everybody? And you're a rich black man, so he's going to take your side. Or you're a rich black woman, or you're a Christian black woman, so they're going to vote for you. What the fuck about that? <laughs> Supreme Court, he's appointed... Three Supreme Court nominees. That's never happened in American history. Yep. Two of those were people that were attorneys in 2000 that helped Bush steal the election. They are already starting to steal elections. Right? You know, in Miami, 
the federal judges down there saying we're not going to count these ballots that are sitting in this room, these absentee ballots. It's already happening. There's no reason to support this man. Unless, of course, you just. I guess you in Lovecraft Country and you got one of them potions where you can turn yourself into a white woman after you drank it. You saw the episode? Yeah. That's the only way you can benefit from it, though. There's no way for you to benefit from this cat being in office. All these tax returns that you've been getting, those are Obama-era policies. All this, this increased money for you to go to college, these Pell Grants, all this stuff, that come from Obama. Yeah, you gotta understand these are all these are actions that he did in in an effort to get reelected. So imagine what Once happens he gets reelected. when he gets reelected, and he and he doesn't have to like be civil at all because you get, there's nothing you can do about it. Like that, that's what's crazy, right? Like he had to be reelectable, and he wasn't. <laughs> But imagine when, when, when gloves are off. Thank you. Think about uh, all the big ass tax returns people get for having kids. I know, like, you get like three grand for every kid. Guess who put that in play? Obama. That's up, in, that's up until you make a certain amount of money, though. So. Yeah, I mean, but let's, let's be fair. You know what I mean? I get it. I respect it. Like you, like you said a couple shows ago. $1,200 ain't going to do much for certain groups of people. So yeah. that's why they kind of capped it. What else? Uh, we talked about the college grants. Oh, Obama gave you 62 black federal judges. There's only been 226 in the history of the country. <laughs> Trump just came and was like, you didn't do the rest of them. From the point, the rest of these to be conservative white judges. But the balance is staying out. Yeah. He put in like 80. No, he put in 90. What y'all, what y'all worrying about? What y'all worrying about? You have no leg to stand on. What else? Let's see. Oh, Barack Obama allowed former felons to qualify for uh, small business association loans. You think Trump, think Trump putting in money for that, for that loan to keep going? For that program to keep going? What are we talking about here? Let's let's be honest, man. We can go on and on and on. It's one fifteen. Thank you all for tuning in. Share this. Um, if you got questions, you can send us questions on the page. Uh, do do we miss any questions? Pretty much. Oh, there's a lot of comments on here. Uh, yeah, Wiley, the Democrats do market worse than the Republicans. I definitely agree to that. Um, I think it's because I, th- I think because they have a conscience. I, I really don't think the other side has a conscience. I really think that they'll they're willing to do and say whatever. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think I think uh, the left tries to go about it in a more civilized way. Yeah, but you don't follow any rules, or you, it's just win at all costs. Right, you're willing to do anything. So. I mean, like you said, they play dirty, man. The Democrats got to be willing to play dirty in defense of the right things. Oh, I did miss something. Um, Crystal did mention something. Um, the federal government under Trump's homeboys tried to sue, I think it was Yale and Harvard for not letting enough white people in. Yeah. <laughs> Saying they're discriminating based on race because affirmative action. 
Oh, he's trying to appeal affirmative action too. There you go. There's another thing. Uh, so I know Asian people were happy about that because they were able to get piggyback off of that lawsuit. But uh, ain't nobody, ain't no one in your right mind you can support this dude. Just, let's be honest. Ain't no one in your right mind. So uh, get off that bullshit. Stop talking about the national budget. Stop talking about the budget's deficit. Oh, matter of fact, let's let's talk about that. Trump made the deficit get bigger by cutting taxes because there was no money being pulled out of the economy to fund the government, even though it shouldn't work that way. It does. So if you care about the national deficit, Trump fault. Anything else? Did we did we miss anything? Did we cover everything? I want to ask you this one question. What's that? We do this podcast this time next week. Will the presidential race be settled by next if 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 Biden don't win by a landslide, no, it won't be settled. If y'all listen, I know y'all are tired of getting these text messages about getting out and vote. Please, 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 please tell people, annoy people. Just once a day, say did y'all get out and vote? Please, and I'm gonna stop the the, the, the political correctness. Tell people to get out and vote for Biden. Okay, this guy has a I think it's a 220, no, 28-page document about how he's going to benefit African-Americans. Trump and his platinum plan is two pages. But, uh, guys, let me, let me just break it down for anybody that's not aware. If we have a close race and we get some bullshit like we're getting in Miami already in Dade County and judges step in to say what will and will not be counted in the election, you're going to get some bullshit where you don't know who wins because Trump is going to try to steal the election with the help of the Supreme Court judges, just like Bush did in 2000. There's already a playbook for it. They're going to try to execute that play as best as possible. So share the link to what? But anyway, yeah, um, there's already a playbook about uh, how to steal elections. And it's not going to be because the electoral college, blah, 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 blah. Well, technically it would be. But anyway, man. Man. Just I'm going on record and saying it won't be settled this week. You don't think it's going to be settled? No. I mean, they saying we got so many more votes right now than we did last year. And because of that, all the pundits are saying that generally favors Biden. But like you said, we can't take our foot off the gas yet. So, uh. Florida, today's y'all last day to vote early. Um, I hope to God y'all got a plan for voting on Tuesday because there will be long lines and you will yeah. not be able to go anywhere else besides your mandated precincts. So if, you, if you're hearing this now, get out and vote now. The polls are open till 7 p.m. You can go anywhere that has early voting. Go vote now. And hopefully the election will be settled by Sunday. That's a big hope. It is a big hope, but you got to have faith in something. I mean, let's be more hopeful. Let's let's be more hopeful about stuff. Let's let's get involved, do our thing, and then let's be hopeful. Because I think people not having hope is making them not want to be involved, and I think that's a bad thing. So, and um, I'm putting the link onto it just so you guys know that the, the uh, Biden plan is called to lift every voice. Um, y'all should know. Uh, the significance 
of Lift Every Voice and Sing? They don't. Tell them. It is the lyrics of the uh, Negro National Anthem. Oh, wow. Didn't know that. Come on, bro. Now, well, I'm pretending that I don't know. But um, this was, uh, it's crazy. I, I, every time I hear that song, I think of that. Um, I forget which class it was, but one of my Africana Studies classes or whatever, we were going over this part of the book or whatever, and a lot of people were not familiar with the song or whatever. But I was familiar with the song because I grew up in a in a Black Baptist church. So um, so we had to sing it every once in a while. And so I literally had to like try to sing it so people got like the like how the song went mm-hmm. like the work because the words were on the on the she- on the on the in the book right but they didn't know how, like I I mean, you're a music person like how the song goes like the yeah the melody the melody yeah, yeah, yeah. i had to kind of like that was my i think my first and last time ever singing anything so yeah i mean i don't know if he was there oh you was there when elliot asked me to sing it at the uh the high school step show and I forgot the words on the second verse because you know nobody ever oh. makes it all the way to the second verse. <laughs> and I had the crowd sing it instead of me. You you want me with that? But nah. you, know, you was there because you, you and Reese was laughing at me when I got off the stage. Anyway, uh, oh yeah, man. Shout out to uh, all the institutions that have been progressively trying to keep us squarely rooted in the past while we trying to march forward. Sankofa, you know what I mean? So. Trump is literally trying to get you guys to forget everything that happened in the past. And we know that is a terrible thing. Because the last time we saw that happen in his history, it was Hitler. <laughs> so uh, watch your back. Stop this bullshit. Just because you support, put it this way Jewish people supported Hitler before he started killing them. <laughs> a lot of people thought that it, he couldn't do all the stuff he said he wanted to do in the election. Because the rules were set up so you couldn't do that. But you need people to enforce the rules. So just like Hitler, Trump went in and started having people put in place that were supposed to enforce rules. And they erased and negated all of them. Again, if you're interested, look up consent decrees from the Department of Justice. Look at the 15 that Trump has ignored and erased around the country. Uh... Oh yeah, another black man got shot and killed yesterday by police. So uh I think that's what, five this week, four this week. Anyway, subscribe, 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 share, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Apple TV, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, SoundCloud, uh, Stitcher. Share, 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 share. Thank you guys for the love. Thank you for keeping up with the time change and enjoy your Sunday. Peace.